0: Hey guys, welcome to Rage Quit Rehab Episode 2. That was just a quick tribute to Chester, uh, who unfortunately we lost to suicide earlier this week, uh, earlier last week, I'm sorry. And uh, even if you didn't grow up a Linkin Park fan, everyone's familiar with his music, especially if you tried, uh, if you grew up in the 90s, as most of our hosts did. So... We just wanted to extend our condolences to Lincoln Park, the entire Lincoln Park fans, all the entire Lincoln Park fan base, and especially the Bennington family. So, guys, since it's only our uh, second episode, we're going to do a quick intro, reintro to ourselves because we are missing a host from episode one. So, uh, as the other week, I'm Gabe. Uh, I'm going to be the moderator for this episode again. And Manny, would you like to reintroduce yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Manny. I'm um, sorry if I sound a bit off because I'm sick. I've been sick this last week, and yeah.
2: I'm Sean, the funny man. I am a Twitch streamer. Uh, I like to play games and have fun. <laughs>
3: Derek, go ahead. Hey, Sean, you took my spotlight. Uh, hey guys, I'm Derek. Um, you can. Derek, my friends call me El Daddy. Um I'm the kid from Missouri, and yeah, that's about it.
4: Hey guys, I'm Lewis. Last but not least, obviously, um, I like before me and Gabe went to Penn State. Um, we all have pretty unique backgrounds when it comes to video games and when it comes to life in general. Um, we all play different video games, so we give a pretty unique input. I have no idea what the hell Sean meant by he likes to have fun, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess
0: find out.
2: Yo, I love having <laughs> fun, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. So, um, again, we, I think we all wanted to want to extend our thank yous to everyone who listened to the first episode of Rage Quit Rehab. We consider it a success, uh, obviously, to other podcasts. What, our, what we got as listeners isn't tremendous, but to us, <clears throat> every single listener mattered. And we truly mean that when we say that. Uh, we got around 76 listeners on SoundCloud <clears throat> in two weeks. And uh, iTunes obviously doesn't release that data, uh, how many listeners you get per se. But we did get five or six five-star reviews, uh, one four-star review. So thank you very much for that. Uh, And on your YouTube channel, I think we got about 30 or 40 views on the video. But we didn't even market that that well. And lastly, on the Twitter uh, account, we got... I think we just broke 160 followers. So thank you so much to everyone who's uh, supported us in any way. Uh, we all want to say thank you for that. But we also want to give a little, um, a little warning. We are going to review uh, Attack on Titan Season 2 and Game of Thrones, uh, the current season, the first three episodes so spoilers for any fans of those shows or anyone who plans on watching that show please or watching any of those shows please please uh skip the first 10 minutes of the episode because we're going to be talking a bunch about those seasons and giving our opinions on them so i'm out Firstly. (laughs) <laughs> see you Sean Sean hasn't watched Game of Thrones uh, Or Attack on Titan So he's not going to comment on those So for now it's just going to be Lewis, Manny, Sean, uh, Derek and, and I uh, So first thing we're going to talk about uh, Attack on Titan Season 2 Derek and Manny both uh, Read the manga So they uh, Know a bit more of what's actually going to happen Lewis and I do not We only watch the original Japanese anime um, So What are your guys' thoughts on the second season so far? Uh, Obviously not revealing anything of what you know is going to happen uh, further along in the series, Uh, starting with Manny.
1: Well, um, for me, personally, the second season started a bit slow. Like, I had trouble watching the first three episodes, but after getting through that, I really, really, really love what they're doing with the anime because I read the manga up to, like, the seventh episode of the second season and like they did a really good job with uh like transferring from manga to anime the animation was beautiful the way they they did everything like the fighting it was just really good like i really enjoyed season two maybe even more than season one
3: yeah i uh i definitely agree with the the animation i felt like it was tons better i mean it should be since it took them so long to make season two in the first place uh, something else that I really like, um, I, I'm i a musician, so I pay attention to the music, and I feel that their soundtrack for Season 2 was phenomenal. Uh, they had really great music. Um, I noticed that they had a little bit of differences when it came to the, the manga, um, but other than that, they they stay pretty much true to the story. But it, also, as Manny said, uh, they kind of start off kind of slow a bit. But at the same time, for people who don't read the manga, they released a lot of new information, and I think that's kind of why they released some of the later information earlier, is to get people more hooked on it. Um, But yeah, the plot is definitely... They're definitely going in the right direction with it, I think.
1: Yeah, I really agree. Um, I also like the way they use the music for certain parts of uh, the episodes as well. Like It added to the effect. For sure.
4: So... Do you guys really feel like the animation changed that much from Seasons 1 and 2? From Season
3: 1, to 2? I don't think that it really changed much. I just kind of feel that, you know, they just got better at it. I mean, it's been a few years since they came out with Season 1. And they yeah. just kind of, they took what they had and made it even better. It was just really, really and good I animation. I started
4: watching Attack on Titan on Derek's recommendation. And we mm-hmm. actually didn't watch the first season until last year. So it was good for us. We were actually spoiled because we didn't have to wait that long in between seasons one and two. Yeah. My favorite part about season two was the fact that like similar to season one, every episode was pretty jam packed. I'd say that there was one episode in season two that didn't have a decent amount of action. My least favorite part about season two, I would have to say is the, the kind of ambiguity. So I, I so? the kind of ambiguity in the in the direction that they were headed. I didn't really see in what direction they were headed. And then the the last few episodes how so big of a fan I am of the whole Aaron being able to control Titans. Cause personally I feel that if that power was inside of him, how come it hadn't come up before? He had been through some pretty traumatic experiences before in the show. Why did it just randomly appear then, conveniently
3: when he needed it? What do you mean? He's talking about whenever he, for example, you remember the the, the Titan that with the blonde hair? Yeah, and No, not Annie. Annie. Not that one. The one that oh, I I, was the mom. one that ate his mom. Uh, yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah.
0: mom. Yeah, the guy's mom. I yeah,
3: his name, sorry. And his mom? Well, he's talking about whenever she appeared, that's when Aaron was able to control the Titans to, to attack her. So that's what he's talking about. And he's yeah, saying, and like, I'm
0: just talking
4: about that. It it seems like the power to control the Titans came about through some traumatic experience, like some Gohan unlocking his potential type shit. So, how come? How come? That hadn't come up before it's not like that was the first traumatic experience that he had been through in the show how come it conveniently appeared there i don't know it's it's not something that we have to really delve on but it's just something that i thought i thought was kind of weird and that they didn't really explain maybe they'll go on to explain it i definitely enjoyed the mind fuck of um of bertholdt being a titan and And, and Ranger. Yeah, and Reiner, and and Reiner was definitely one of my favorite characters in in the show, and and to have him become a Titan, I thought was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, I actually was looking forward to see your guys' reaction to that because that was one of the big things the manga, like I guess you could say, spoiled about the anime, and that was like a long time ago in the manga too. So, like, Did I was, you? Really, really, really looking forward to see your guys' reaction
0: to that one. Was it just me, or did when they revealed that those two, that Berthold and that Reiner, Reiner and Reiner were, were, uh, were Titans, was it just like super random, like on a dime like that, or was it just me?
3: Well, honestly, I, in the manga it was kind of like that too, like it was just you know, exactly as they did it um, they just kind of you know, kind of threw it out there, but also um, I'm sure you noticed that he had some kind of psychological issues along the way Reiner did and I mean, so I
1: think I, they both well, had psychological issues.
3: Well, Reiner more so than Bertolt. So mm-hmm. I think that because of that, he kind of let it slip. Because you even notice, like when they were on the on the wall talking, he let it slip, and Berthold was like, "Whoa, whoa, are we going to do this now?" And he was like, "Yeah." And yeah, so yeah, I think
4: that kind of I think in season two they definitely did build up to it. I don't think it was super random. I I don't uh, Manny. I don't know if when you said that they had both shown. Um, they had both shown signs of it before i didn't really notice anything prior to season two i didn't notice anything in season one
3: yeah um well i think that they're going to answer a lot of our questions uh well since i've already read it i know it's going to happen but i think they're going to answer a lot of the questions that people have who don't read it and so yeah i just think we just need to be a little bit patient because they are going to release uh season three supposed to next year 2018 so Oh, hopefully that happens.
0: Uh, Speaking of seasons, new seasons, uh, we're currently through three episodes as of the recording of this podcast. We're recording it on Tuesday night, uh, August the 1st. So uh, we're, we're three episodes into this new Game of Thrones season. What are your guys' thoughts so far in the first three episodes?
3: Well, my Facebook blew up with the first episode. And I honestly was like, the opening was great. I loved it. Arya is the best but after that it was just dialogue and I was unimpressed uh, nothing I feel like nothing really happened except for talking with episode 1 uh, but season 2 and or not season 2, episode 2 and episode 3 I definitely got in my feels about it because you know <laughs> they took out two of the families that I liked the most and so you like the Tyrells? yeah I, I liked the Tyrells yeah especially Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta Tyrell was pretty great she was one of the best characters in the entire
0: series.
4: She, I agree. She was one of the best characters. I don't know how I, I felt about the Tyrell family as a whole, though. I know
1: well, they weren't the greatest, but she was.
4: She probably she was what what made that family
1: great. Yeah,
5: Absolutely.
1: I really
4: like I've always liked the Sands. Oberyn's, Oberyn, was one of my favorite characters in the entire series. He was a straight badass, and I, I really liked the Sands. So it was unfortunate to see them being taken out like that.
0: Speaking of Oberyn and his family, uh, Ilaris Sand, do you guys know her ethnicity? Like, would you guys be able to guess it? The actresses? Yeah, Varma is her name.
3: She's the the mom? No idea.
0: No, she's Obrin's sister. Sorry, Obrin's lover. Well, yeah, that's. But she's the uh, mom
4: of the youngest daughter. Yes, Yes,
0: yes, yes, she is. Yes, Indian. How about you idea. guys?
3: Oh uh, yeah, no she's, actually,
0: she's actually she's half Indian, half white. I thought I honestly thought
3: she was... half white. That racism. All
0: right, Swiss and Italian. If you want to be specific, <laughs> <laughs> <More> <laughs> <Italian>? <laughs> Swiss and Italian. Okay, bad combo. Um. So, uh, but
4: one thing, a sorry to interrupt, that, yeah. one thing that Go I, ahead. one really negative outlook I have on this season is just I believe that since George R. Martin isn't writing this and because they're trying to end it, the season's becoming pretty predictable. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I definitely feel as though. There, it's the classic oh no, everything's going wrong but at the end of the day, everything's gonna be okay. I'm getting that feeling. Oh no,
3: for sure, because it's kind of like you know, Khaleesi or Daenerys, she seems like she's the one that's gonna take it all and so she comes over with this huge army, three dragons, whatever, and you're like oh, this bitch is gonna take it all. But then they have to make it, you know they have to level the playing field a bit, so they let Cersei outsmart them a couple of times. And so then it makes it makes the field look more more level, and then she'll probably lose a lose a dragon or two, but then she'll still take she'll still win. So that's what I think is gonna happen. But even still,
4: that feeling too, and it's just that everything went everything seemed really badass, and then in an episode and a half, everything just went to shit, and now I feel like everything is gonna start climbing towards getting better. Yeah, it, well, it, it, I ne- I never felt that way from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones yeah. always the reason I liked it is because it always kept me on my toes. Like the first season when Ned Stark got killed, it was like holy fuck, you were mind fucked. And I always felt like it had it had some element sort of surprise.
3: Of... Yeah,
4: of surprise, but I'm not really getting that from this that, season. Yeah, Let I can
0: know. see what you felt... Go on, go on. The trajectory, the peaks and valleys of the plot are becoming very predictable. Like you get, you can tell when we're getting to Aramaki's point. And going down towards the valleys, and when we're coming back up towards the peaks, you get you can def- you definitely do get that pattern feeling.
3: Well, something that I kind of I, I agree with that, but at the same time, um, there are still a few things that hasn't that haven't really been touched on. Uh, for example, Sansa is obviously really different than she was at the beginning, and she's starting to, I guess, channel a little bit of her inner Cersei. And she's now in charge of the North while Jon Snow is gone. So, and, and also Littlefinger's there. And we know how persuasive he's been. So I think that something's going to happen there. I'm I not definitely
0: sure. think Sans is going to betray the Starks.
3: Yeah, I think something's going to happen. She's she's going to mess up somewhere along the way. And also, uh, the White Walkers. We keep hearing about them, but we don't know when they're going to attack, how they're going to do it. Like, what if it's in the middle of the fight between Cersei and, and Daenerys, and then they just drop a bomb? You know, I,
1: so. I I think they're gonna win everything. Everything like we're just speculating that the humans are gonna beat the White Walkers or anything. My money's on like the White, White Walkers is gonna win, basically.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, and all, at the same time, like whoever they kill automatically joins their army. Like they come back as a White exactly. Walker. So.
5: Yeah, yeah.
4: You guys, I, I you agree that talking... the White Walkers are definitely. Sorry, Gabe. that the White Walkers are definitely going to come and fuck shit up at the most unexpected moment. And I think that that's what the writers are holding in their pocket as the of surprise. But Derek, you said something, somebody that's super different. Yo, top two awkward moments in this season are um, what's Ed Sheeran coming in and doing his cameo. That was awkward as fuck, painful to watch. But second most awkward moment is Brand Stark. I don't know if the actor is purposely trying to act awkward as fuck, but his scenes in episode <laughs> three were so fucking awkward. Yeah, I mean, man. he did. Yeah, he did. Whatever, Boy, he, I mean, but like when Sansa hugged him, my man just stood there with like the no fun face. And, and
3: don't and forget, though.
4: I
0: think, and he, and I think that was on purpose.
3: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, don't on forget purpose, because... he saw
1: he's seen everything. He even yeah. saw Sansa getting raped, sister get yeah, raped, again,
4: and all that shit. And but he can probably say he's going to betray the fuck out of them in the future. Yeah. Sure, I thought I he think he's showing so a... to everybody. You no, I
3: know. Mean, I think, yeah, well, they haven't really said that. Well, he kind of said, like, I can see everything that has happened. He didn't say that he could see anything that's going to happen yet, so... But we don't know that, but, uh... I think it's because of everything that he's seen, he just ha- now has this apathetic kind of feel.
1: Yeah, because, it like, was like...
3: It was almost as if there were no there were no emotions there at all. I mean he did the away.
4: the first awkward moment that I said was Ed Sheeran's cameo was that was just painful to fucking watch. <laughs> yeah, that was And then,
0: of course, and of course, <laughs> what was he doing singing, of course. Of course. Yeah, and anytime you have those cameos from those huge celebrities that aren't actually actors or actresses, you always have to give them laughing lines or one-liners and it just felt very forced the cameo yeah.
3: just should have just left him out altogether to be honest
0: all right guys so the guy the actor who plays jamie lannister uh his name is Nikolaj uh costar i just wanted to get your guys's quick thoughts on this um he said he's looked over a few of the fan theories online of how the series is going to end and he says one of them is correct So how do you guys feel about these fan theories being online? Are you guys going to read them to try and spoil anything? Have you guys read most of them already? And uh, do you guys feel like it's, like, do you guys like that? Like, for example, when you're watching a film with someone and they're just constantly guessing what's going to happen in the film while you're watching it, (laughs) man.
3: I mean, as as the film's going, I don't really mind it too much. Uh, Like, because I kind of do it myself. I kind of do it myself like see if I can deduct what's gonna happen but in in terms of game of Thrones, um it's actually one of the few shows that I just want to watch as it's happening like I don't want to spoil anything, so I haven't read any of them at all and I don't plan on it either because I know what there was HBO was hacked, I think earlier this week yeah. and yeah, and I don't plan on reading any of it now if they were to put the episodes out, I would definitely binge watch it, but other than that nah.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't. Sorry, I haven't read many uh, theories since I think season five, and I stopped because a lot of the things people were like guessing or theorizing about season six kind of came true. So I was like, "Well, screw this."
4: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of looking too much into theories either, just because this show has such a dedicated fan base. Plus, the people who have read the books and the people who look into this shit in a lot of detail, they do, like Manny said, they do too good of a job at predicting what's going to
3: happen. know, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, some people are crazy, to be honest. Like, like I said... to your it,
4: point, the act, Jamie's actor said one of the theories was right. So, obviously, people were too dedicated at looking into this shit, and it just makes the show less fun to watch, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I know you guys were talking about Attack on Titan... Did you know there's a video game? On
0: yeah, that? Back on
3: yeah, yeah. yeah yes, got,
0: I think I believe it got a seven out of ten.
3: Yeah, there's a also, video game. I think it it spoils up to well, it spoils past season two. So if you plan on playing it and you want to watch the show first, I would I would suggest waiting.
2: Well, talking about video games, um, we did talk about Kingdom Hearts last week, and I know we wanted to bring that up again. This well, not last week, but last episode, and I know we wanted to bring it up again. So, apparently, with all those new worlds and stuff like that. I'm yeah, go ahead,
4: Tom. Yeah, that shit that? is hot.
2: <laughs> My skipping <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so like with the smaller worlds apparently, which I, I, I guess I wouldn't mind because the, the worlds never felt big to me in Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. They kind of felt like really short. You mean? Like you were in there and yeah. out? Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. The number... That the worlds aren't going to be... Uh,
2: Shorter? Are you mean small... Like, the smaller yeah, number of like worlds. Yeah, like the There's going to
0: be a smaller quantity, yeah. But... Well, there could be a release. On the, con-
4: on the contrary, I think the worlds themselves are going to be larger and have more yeah. content. Yeah. But there's just going to be less number of worlds to explore. No, that's, to exactly me, think, that's exactly me, what it I is. To me, I think that's the only way to justify it. I hope... Yeah. I hope the game... Isn't shorter itself? Uh, like I, I, hope that the the hours of of canon gameplay that are available yeah. aren't aren't super short. That I, w- I would hate that for us to wait three years and they're like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna
0: make the game great, but it's gonna be short as fuck.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like I, I got that feeling with KH2, kind of that the game itself was too short.
2: Yeah, I mean. Like your inner world, you plop. You're in there for like five minutes. You solve what's going on, and then you're leaving. It's that's what that was like. Because when I replayed it over my stream, that's how I found out. But um, with 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 having less worlds than the previous two, um, they can always add more via DLC later.
3: Yeah, I was going um, to mention that. Just, they're probably gonna have. They should. I think that they're gonna have a lot of DLC for it.
2: Which i don't know how you guys feel about that
3: no i mean i think i think it's i mean nowadays that's pretty much like that's how they keep games alive uh they just add dlc as you keep going yeah that's the new yeah. business model
2: yeah i just don't don't make I me think, pay for like I think a it's world an
3: okay
4: business model yeah i think it's an okay business model to add dlc to like you said derek keep a game alive I don't like a game that comes short and then they say, "Oh, here's some DLC to add stuff on."
1: Uh, yeah, as long as the core game um, is completed like,
4: and it's uh, not Gabe... like empty. Yeah. It's, it's like
3: uh what was that yeah. game that I bought?
4: Dragon's Quest, I think. Gabe uh did it. They do that? What? They made the game pretty short and then just added DLC to 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 make the game longer. Um
0: I'm not enti- no Dragon Age you mean Dragon Age
4: I know Dragon, Dragon
3: Age. Age sorry I yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dragon, 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 Dragon is a
0: Quest very good yeah, Dragon Quest is very old. <laughs>
2: 80 hours long of- Yeah <laughs> Jeez that's I just hype. hype Yeah but like when when the DLC's like plot then then that's where you're getting kind of like borderline like okay well you're going to make me pay for the rest of the game I paid 60 bucks go get the game to get a full game but yet you're going to charge me an extra five dollars like three times to get the full like full game and full experience
3: yeah uh, the story something that they could also do is maybe not add on to the story like maybe they have the story already complete but what they could do is like add on different modes kind of like what they did for breath of the wild you know how they added like the master sword uh quest thing and they plan on adding more stuff like that so like an a bunch of different side quests i think they could do that with with kingdom hearts
2: yeah i don't know I yeah i wouldn't mind like buying like different outfits
3: no definitely
0: not i think that's gonna be a big deal so i just wanted to give a, a quick shout out uh just to segue not into the next segment but the next real topic about kingdom hearts um one of our first listeners was uh his twitter handle is sexy ninja john john uh He forwarded me a link to his YouTube video. Uh, If you guys want to watch it, you can find it on the Rage Quit Rehab Twitter page. Uh, And he, in his video, he spoke about the theory that because the worlds are going to be much smaller in quantity and therefore much larger in content, that uh, he theorized that they're going to have combined worlds. So he said one of the ways you can get Marvel into it because... Like I told you guys, a lot of the Disney loyalists don't really want Marvel to interfere with Kingdom Hearts uh, was like Hundred Acre Wood, where you can make it kind of like an optional side world, where instead of a book, you can open up a comic in the Big Hero 6 world and jump into the Marvel world if you want. What do you guys think
3: about that? That's pretty clever. I mean, I, I, think, like the, I thought it was a great idea. Jump, jump into a comic instead of a book.
2: That That is really a good idea.
3: Yeah, that'd be hashtag, cool.
4: hashtag Twitter shout out. But in all honesty, that is a fantastic idea to incorporate Marvel. Because Marvel has so many characters, obviously, it'd be tough to choose are, are we going to focus on X Men? Are we going to focus on Spider Man? I think being able to just throw a comic in there is a great way to incorporate the Marvel
0: universe. So, what do you guys think about that idea in general? The idea of combined worlds sort of lends lends to the fact when I mentioned that they could combine Finding Nemo with uh, with Atlantis.
2: I mean, yeah, I guess the idea the idea seems good, especially when the two things mix and they can they could feasibly be a part of the same universe. Like, if you if you are trying to add like varied worlds, like different different worlds, like a I don't know what I like Aladdin with like Tarzan. Like, no. That wouldn't really work.
3: Yeah, but the ocean ones would work. Like my yeah. made funny Nemo, Atlantis, that would work. Yeah, true, true. I mean Tarzan. <laughs> he <said> that that- <laughs> the, jungle. <laughs> the jungle but it could be like, for example, the jungle book and Yeah, and Tarzan.
2: <laughs> yeah, that one makes a No, big. I said I am not like you didn't hear what I said. Oh, okay. I Thank said not know. like I wouldn't like it if they try to combine like two stories that have about, nothing they can't be in the same universe.
0: How about okay. Tarzan and Lion King? Mm.
3: But that well, couldn't work. Know. I it mean, depends. I mean there's
0: animals in both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if that's the case. <laughs> lions and Lions and gorillas are both native to Africa.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Are they Yeah, very dis- the yeah but they're very distinct <laughs>
3: biomes as well. Yeah.
0: I understand that, guys. <laughs> I'm getting,
3: yeah, getting a little into science here. Anywho. You could know,
4: clownfish mm. and mermaids live in the same biospheres? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: they probably could. Yeah, Why yeah, you, you meant. But... <laughs> technically...
2: Well,
0: speaking... <laughs> speaking... speaking of Little Mermaid, um... That was a 90s film, and one of the topics, we're all 90s kids here, so one of the topics I wanted to talk about was, we mentioned it earlier in the first episode, and we said we were going to talk about it in the second episode, was how everything seems to be being thrown back at us. There are really no more original ideas. Uh, some of the uh, examples I was going to bring up was, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer, they're making a new film uh, for, about Hey Arnold um fuller house obviously was sort of a, a spin-off of full house and the tons of video game remakes that were getting thrown back at us like tomb raider crash bandicoot Thanks final seven yeah the final fantasy 7 remake
3: yeah, yeah what do
0: you guys what do you guys think about about everything being thrown back at us
3: well first of all i love that. because <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the one. Okay, anyway. Um, I actually... I'm really happy about it. Uh, I just... There, in doing that, I'm just hopeful that they'll remake a bunch of other games also. Uh, I really like Crash Bandicoot as a kid, so getting to play that again is pretty great. And there, there isn't too much change to it. Um, but, yeah.
2: Yeah, if there was change, it would be like... It's horrible, <laughs> but like the way I feel, it's just like it's just getting the money out my pocket. Sorry, so go ahead,
4: yeah, shit. obviously, as '90s kids, I think we really enjoy it. I would like to hear perspective from a kid who isn't from the '90s about how they feel about they're making remakes of shit that they didn't get to experience. Um, I know that obviously, like that for games that we didn't really get to experience in our lifetime that they've had made remakes to uh, Derek I think I, I I hear what you're saying about I wish made more games and everybody's gonna I think everybody's gonna develop this wish list of stuff that
2: like they were fans of yeah that they like were that.
4: fans of and I wish they were coming out with this and I wish they were coming out with that
2: Hmm. yeah
3: yeah, what are some games that you guys would like to see to be remade? Well, Final Fantasy VII remake needs to come the fuck
2: out. Uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts got <laughs> three's got to come out before then, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, two thousand twenty-seven. Probably, probably well. There was a rumor going around that Tetsuya Nomura implied that the Final Fantasy VII remake was ahead of Cage
2: Three in development.
3: Damn, <laughs> fuck that, <Why>? yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, i would Street, fuck that Watch, they're gonna wait till next year When Kingdom Hearts is supposed to come out And be like, oh yeah, we had to postpone another 15 years <laughs> speaking, speaking of that over at the top on the- of
4: my at the, Sorry, at the top of my remake wishlist Just before we yeah. if We're gonna get off this topic At the top of my remake wishlist is definitely Legend of the Dragoon I think that game was so Great, and it'd be cool To have it all on one disc
2: For
3: sure
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of the four oh, separate dot that hack. they came out with
2: um, Dot Hack would be good. Did
0: you guys, have, yeah, Dot Hack was great. But well, they're doing they one,
2: aren't they? Are
1: there's they? An, are they? Yeah, there's oh, a man. Dot Hack game coming out. They announced it uh, in E3, I think.
0: Wow, no, I never, yeah. never played that one. Is it VR? Maybe speak about. <laughs> I, don't,
3: I don't think it's VR. In, in you guys remember? X-Men, you guys remember Banjo Kazooie, Kazooie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Banjo Kazooie. Do you remember Parappa the Rapper?
2: I sucked at those no. games.
4: Rapa Rapa. <laughs> 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 that was all just button one. mashing, though, Sean.
2: Yeah, I sucked. I couldn't. I couldn't time it. I'm very bad listeners at timing. Who,
4: Derek and our listeners who don't know what Pro Rappa the Rapper was, it was a. I think it was a PS2 game. It came PS1. out on the PS2, but it was a dog. And if you remember Paper Mario, it was it was that type of animation where it was a 2D world. And it was a dog with a beanie who oh, had in every yeah, level. It. Every level was a music video. He's a DJ. And
3: yeah, yeah, I see it. I see yeah, it now.
4: Sorry, he was yeah, but he rapped too. And every level was uh, a music video.
3: Yeah.
4: And as and it was kind of like a scroll down game. Yeah. Okay. To execute certain things in the music video, and obviously you'd get better if you press the buttons at the right time. So Sean right. is saying that he sucked that timing but that game... God knows how it got popular, but... <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I possible. mean, the,
2: the songs were really catchy. That's probably why. Yeah, I'm, so I've nice. actually
3: been... I've been pretty good at those games, like the button combination games.
2: So. Oh, I'm horrible at that.
3: Danny, yeah. how about you? What, a, what
0: about me? What video <laughs> game do you want to come <laughs> out? <laughs> what game would you like to see remade? <laughs> I mean... And don't say pro rapper the rapper.
3: i <laughs> never heard of that <laughs> game. Why do you say it like that? Pro rapper. No, was,
0: yeah, I don't think it's pro rapper. I think it oh, no. ended with A's. I'm almost
4: positive it is. He ended with
3: A's. It's pro rapper the rapper. Pro okay, rapper
4: the rapper. So yeah. the rapper takes yeah. an ER? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's pro. It's pro rapper rap. the rapper. That game was so stupid.
1: I'm not the biggest fan of like remakes, so I'm okay with how things are right now. Yeah, uh, Derek Derek did mention a couple games before we started. You don't want podcast. to make a man, again, dog? Maybe.
3: <laughs>
1: and, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I do I do remember oh. playing Donkey Kong sixty four a lot, and I really loved that game as a kid, me. so why not? But I don't see how it could be a good game as a remake. Like looking back me? to it. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's just, I, as I a kid, it, it on, was fun. I'm not sure if it'll be fun now as an adult.
3: I have it on on the Wii U. It's pretty. I mean, not the remake. The old one's pretty. Is it still fun? Of course, nostalgia.
2: Wait, so you don't I want another Final, Final Fantasy IV remake, man? Oh,
3: for sure. Like,
0: speaking they, of that, they that's know hard. we'll pay for it. Speaking, of, wait, but son, there's already a, like two Final Fantasy. Um, four um, four uh, that, that's a game joke.
2: Game I yet. said another one.
0: Oh, <laughs> I. I game. wouldn't play it. I wouldn't play
2: it. Yeah, but the game that I want really bad after this Crash series would be Spyro. The original trilogy of Spyro. Oh.
1: I thought that they were but that right ones. One. In everywhere. It's,
2: it's, in, it's a yeah, yeah, rumor.
1: That's, that's sh- that shit's coming out.
2: It's a rumor that they might do it. So much money there. But they, they like, the Crash sold, sold pretty well, so I think they're going to go, like, yeah, we'll greenlight that for Spyro, and that's what I can't wait for.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, so what? Another old game that we all used to play, not in the '90s, but in the early 2000s, was RuneScape, which is ah, uh, or not there, but Sean, Manny, Lewis, and I did, and John, yeah. but he's not here. Uh, we played a shit that ton. To plan. We played a shit ton of RuneScape, uh, and RuneScape. Uh, right before the first ep- our first episode dropped. Uh, RuneScape announced that they were going mobile. So it's not a completely separate game, but you will be able to continue your quests or your uh, crafting on your cell phone uh, after you leave your house. So in case you want to go out, take your friend to Willby and get accidentally jumped and steal
3: his shit. Um, or die at the wheel <laughs> because you're paying attention to the game instead of driving.
0: Do that. You can do that on your phone now. Yeah. Uh, orbit ass, like to... ass turn right there, Derek. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're gonna have billboards. So, don't play uh, RuneScape.
0: So, what are your guys' uh, favorite RuneScape memories?
3: Do I have well, any? My favorite memory was you don't I never have played it, memories. so I never played it. So I, uh, I was a MapleStory fan. I actually still so play for, it,
4: for, and that's that's a good point, Derek. For our friends who don't know what RuneScape is it was an online game where you would go to an mmo you would yeah exactly you would go to runescape.com and you would log in you can make an account this is how it started was when you started the tutorial was you was you were put on an island so you would see all the other kids who were just starting there was a bunch of different servers that you would choose from and I know I'm probably going into a little too much detail for the people listening to this podcast, but uh, I just want to make sure that for those people who didn't know what RuneScape was, you get the full experience, or as uh, good as one as I can explain in a few minutes. And then once you finish the tutorial on the island, you were dropped into this world. The players in the world. It was uh, set in uh, medieval times, so you, would, you could choose to be a knight, choose to be an archer, you could choose to be a mage, those were basically the ways that you could- the you could do you combat choose, in
2: yeah. the game. Just you know? combat, though.
1: And it was wow. a clicker, all clicking.
2: <laughs> I was a miner, and a smelter. Right,
1: right. <laughs> no- yeah, so hashtag no shit You could do on the side. You could do anything in that game, that was really that was really. That
0: was a great was thing about it, yeah. yeah.
2: And it was so you easy to play with friends
0: get the cow hide, Anything is turn possible. That, turn that turn that into a leather plate uh and then you could just go mine some some uh, mine some trees. You could go cut some trees down and <laughs>
1: mine some trees.
0: Have a Runescape <laughs> gf if you were into that. <laughs> buy one, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Manny. Let's not talk about virtual fucking sex
1: trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was real in that game. Well, man. I mean, yeah, it was. Five <laughs> little twelve-year-old little, little, little boys buying like girlfriends that are actually like thirty-year-old men.
0: Manny is the
5: fat you, god. So you
0: definitely beat the beat the meat to fucking... <laughs> I don't know about that, but I actually tried buying one once. Typing oh oh oh.
4: Yo, dog. That is something you do not want to admit. (laughs) I tried buying RuneScape. Yo!
0: I didn't! didn't. (laughs) So, I always say my favorite RuneScape memory was, I forgot, but right before you entered Varok, or Varok, however you pronounce it, uh, there was this little house there, I think, this building, where you could go and start the quest to kill a dragon. And... Obviously, when you first get to Varric, you're probably a noob. You just came from Lumbridge, uh, so you need something to protect yourself against the dragon fire. So they gave you this uh, the tr- this dragon shield. I forgot the name of it.
1: The orange but, one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but basically, um, before Runescape modernized and ruined everything, uh, you <laughs> you, couldn't see the, you couldn't see the price range of things the trade screen. So people just had to take whatever price you assigned it at face value, and uh, they couldn't really deny or confirm uh, what price you were telling them. So I used to tell these kids, because the shield looked like it was uh, worth a lot more than it actually was. I think it sold in the market for around 200 coins, and I would tell kids that it was worth 5K because it protected against not only dragon fire. But fire magic it So will you're be. a
1: scammer
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I would tell them It cost 5k, but I was giving it To them for 2k, because I was Desperate for money And I sold at least like 6 or 7 of them In one day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: scamming at it's best at that
0: scam Because you I'd be
4: standing around Like training on some Like the, the guard standing right outside that city and I'd see what Gabe was saying, and he had the, this perfect pitch that I remember thinking, yo, if I were a noob, I would fall for that shit so quick, because like he said, before Runescape had the huge graphic update, the the shield looked so badass, and, and it's not like everybody had it, I mean, enough kids had it. That it wasn't super rare, but it's not like everybody had it because not everybody had started that quest yet. So, <coughs> seeing that as a noob, it's definitely something you wanted to jump on. And real quick, my favorite memory from RuneScape—I guess you could call it my favorite pastime—was. Out of all of our friends, was Sean
0: and? Can you repeat that? Because you cut out. Yeah, well, sorry. Me... The only one of
4: my favorite pastime, um, the only. The only one of us that was members on Runescape, and to become a member, you just had to pay a monthly membership fee. You'd have access to stuff that not everybody had access to, but Sean was the only member. So, um, a lot of members uh in the members' world that weren't available to everybody had clans, had official clans, I guess you could say, where you can make banners. Yeah, that was recognized but... by the
0: actual game. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but as as non-members, we just started our own clan, so we would always log on, and we would start our own group chats, um, and we called it the Red Cape Clan, and capes were really easy to get in that game, but... Us was something that was pretty common was which was a red cape and then we we came up with our own hideout and everything i know it sounds corny as shit now but it was something that we took a lot of pride in In middle school it was the ba- yeah. the
0: the bar basement
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> way to say our government out in public now gabe
0: <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you guy guy cut out,
4: something that we took a lot of pride in was just being a part of the clan and Having our own group, and one of the things we started was because Sean was really good at mining and smithing, which was making his own armor. Smell, we man. would make armors for we would make armor for noobs, and that's <laughs> how we recruited kids. Um, we'll give you a full body of armor, and we would go
0: to Lumbridge, yeah, and just give that give, give these level two level five kids free deck of silver bronze armor damn son no nah,
2: yeah.
3: i think it was iron the charity iron and bronze well i could have give iron out
2: and then it was, yeah, it was steel live. i i made yeah. it all the way up to steel and then i after we all stopped i was trying to get to mithril Damn, steel fucking yo i was level like i'm level like yo, 56 but, but with gold yo i was do i was the fucking Oprah Oprah like, over there
4: crafter of the red cape clan that was my thing i crafted shit your was <laughs> <Gave laughs> cook. Sean was the miner and the smither started cutting into my crafting game but I was the plug <laughs> yeah, I,
1: actually I think that was probably one of my favorite parts about Runescape like you could go with your friends and since you could do anything in that game like you could be like okay I'm gonna do this and then you're gonna do this and you would split up the jobs into like each other and you create like this little clan the community and that was really fun cause like we would talk about we would plan hey we'll be in school we're gonna plan okay Manny you're gonna do this many arrows I'm gonna do this I'm gonna smell all this, uh... This... These... This or for bars, and, like, we would just, like, divide tasks up, and, like, show true teamwork and shit, and we're, like, in middle school, and we barely do that anymore.
4: Yeah, but well, one thing before we get off RuneScape, <laughs> okay. how bad was it? Like, how shitty of a feeling was it getting killed in Wildy? Okay, so... Question. Question. For those of us that don't know, RuneScape was one of the few online games where you can be in somewhere in the world and there was no fighting between player on player um but then you can go into what they called the wilderness and we called it wildy for short and depending on how deep into the wilderness you went large the range between you and the people who could attack you was so if you were in level 1 wildy then somebody with a plus or minus 1 from your level could attack you but if you went deep into wildy then people way stronger than you or way weaker than you could attack you. So, so if you had you. clan if you had clan wars, you would dictate how deep into Wilde you could go. Um, and then you it was basically on the honor system when you could start attacking. I, but I, that was the worst feeling for me in RuneScape was getting killed in Wildy. It was it was so fucking tense.
2: <laughs> I remember when you guys used to make me go to Wildy and we would go so deep in Wildy and then I would get killed. I was the only one that would get killed in Wilde. I was the only one, and you wanted <laughs> to help. You'd like, fuck you, Sean, <laughs> nah, go die. You, you I you lost everything like fifteen rooms, times.
0: Bro. Oh dude, chaos runes were Yo, those... for for a non-member, they were so they exactly. were like you, exactly. like you just had to go out and find them however you could. Alright. All
4: right. Um, I never made so... magic, so I would just give all my chaos runes to Gabe. <laughs>
0: So, uh, for the final segment, uh, we're not going to have a funny review because um, none of us are really currently playing a brand new game. We actually got a lot very busy, which is why this was done um, 15 days after episode one instead of 14. uh, Our schedule was mixed and we all had stuff to do. But anyway, uh, for the sixth segment, instead of a funny review, we're going to talk about. Uh, give the games we're currently playing. We said that was going to be a consistent uh, segment in our uh, podcast. So uh, starting with Manny, going to give him the floor because I know he's excited for to,
5: <laughs> to talk. <laughs> right. about the next game.
0: So first of all, I want to say
1: to all you KH people, I recently got the the games. I'm playing uh, 1.5 Remix, I believe it's called. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, I've enjoyed <laughs> it so far. <laughs> But I dropped it because recently, yeah. <laughs> uh, this MMO I play called Guild Wars 2 uh, recently announced this expansion. And it's I'm pretty hyped because they're going back to uh, this desert region from the first game. And uh, if you're interested to in try it out, you just have to create a free-to-play uh, account, download the game, and on August 10 and 11, you can try out part of the expansion for free. And if you like That's it, go out. If you don't, you don't. But I'm really, really hyped about this.
3: We can tell. I can totally tell. I can tell. Totally tell. <laughs> <laughs> hyped, I am so hyped about this. <laughs> man, we keep GFs about it.
0: Guild <laughs> <laughs> should death pay you, dude. Oh, yeah, Excellent second. marketing. <laughs> so real quick, just because mine haven't really changed from last week that much, Or from two weeks ago, sorry. Um... Still playing Soul Silver. Uh
3: <laughs> I, just, I, just so everybody knows, he's going to be on that for the next couple of years. So. Yeah, I, I, really think, he's, I think
0: he's reaching his third year already. He's so, seen this so, podcast. So one of the reasons I, I actually stopped playing was because uh, Sean and Manny's hypeness about Final Fantasy IV convinced me to go on SNESFun.com. Uh, Hashtag you, has, Yeah, has a huge library of uh, Super Nintendo games that you could play for free, and you can as long as you start a free profile on their website, or even sign in with Google or Facebook, you can save and load files, uh, which is sick. awesome. And um, I'm playing Final Fantasy 4 right now. Uh, it definitely uh, definitely seems like it's very Kingdom, Heart. it's Kingdom Hearts-ish. You guys were right. It's, uh, it already seems like a huge light versus dark battle.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, very well, much, the main so. character has that struggle, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I already. You see that from the opening sequence. Cecil. Um, Cecil. Yeah. Cecil. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cecil and his brother Cain. Or Cain. Cain. <laughs> I know. I, I, I. said it like that on purpose. If you guys have ever seen Year One with Jack Black and Michael Cera. uh, no. uh Cain was the funniest. Cain was the funniest character on that though. I have to watch that. <laughs> it's so fucking fun. Oh, uh, Manny! It's funny super, yeah, super, super blasphemous. So I'm, 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 a, I'm okay with that. It's
1: for the comedy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, getting back on topic. Yeah, I'm currently playing Final Fantasy 4, which is why I stopped playing Souls. But what are you guys playing?
2: I am playing um, over at my stream, uh, Twitch TV slash Funny Man. Um, <laughs> shameless plug, yeah, shameless plug. Um, I'm playing Birth by Sleep. I'm, I just started Terra's story, which I've
0: beaten so it's the first
2: before. Time. Yeah, the f- first playthrough, basically.
0: No, no, no. Like, are you are you doing it in the order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: So I'm on the first part, and I'm yeah. gonna beat it before Gabe ever beats the whole entire game. So. <laughs>
0: god I'm I really like ADHD with these games Lewis
3: and Derek how about you guys what what games are you playing no uh, well mine hasn't really changed too much uh, I still play Smash in my free time um, <laughs> and hoping they have a release on Switch like I said last time uh, well I actually am helping a friend play through the Final Fantasy 12 remake I actually played that back when it was out on PS2, but I forgot most of it, Um, but they did add some new mechanics. They redid the class system, which I think made it a lot easier, Uh, and also a lot more unique because you can basically make anyone whatever class you want, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, And also they have this new speed-up option where you basically, I don't know how fast, if it's two times or three times as fast, but it makes moving around a lot easier. It also makes grinding a lot easier, too. And so, if you liked the Final Fantasy XII game back then, I definitely recommend getting the remake. And it's only, like, 40 bucks, 40 $50, bucks, so...
2: Would you say that it's a better version that, than the original? Like, if I mean, somebody didn't really like the original, would they like it with the improvements?
3: From what I've seen so far, it just looks... It pretty much looks and feels exactly like it was back then. So, if you didn't like it back then, then you might not like it now. But they did make some improvements, as I said. The speed-up option makes it a ton... makes it more... makes it a lot easier, a lot faster, and the new classing system makes it more manageable and less confusing.
4: Okay. I always like a game with a good classing system. I think that is something that really sets games apart when they have a fun and enjoyable class system. But one game that... uh, i started playing in between now and the last podcast was on derek's suggestion if um for those who listened to the first episode was marvel omega because x-men legends was a game that gabe and i had a lot of fun playing growing up because it was one of our it was one of the only games that we played on our gamecube out of the maybe two or three games that we actually played on our gamecube
0: hashtag beyblade
4: yeah um so uh marvel omega was uh was something that i was really excited to get into gabe and i uh played it once together i believe and derek was spot on it's extremely similar to x-men legends one of the most annoying parts of the game though is that you can't jump but it was oh, it's not well, it's not that big of a, a once of a you get
3: hit. once you get to level 10 you get this ability to fly or and or run it depending on the character but most of the characters can fly once right. So, uh,
4: it would. It's it's a really fun game for those of you who enjoyed X Men Legends. You'll definitely enjoy this game, and it, it it's really easy to jump in and play with a friend um, online, which is something X Men Legends didn't have. You had to be there in person to play with each other. Uh, it has a pretty huge character pool. You could go online and find the the character pool. Um, one thing. There are a few big snubs, though, for people who are fans of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, exactly. Nightcrawler is a huge snub, in my opinion. And it's also one of those games that you can play against characters that you can't play with yourself, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. So one of the first villains you can you fight against is Green Goblin, but you can't play as Green Goblin. That, that really annoys the hell out of me. And if I remember correctly, X-Men Legends actually had that, too.
3: Yeah, Yeah, a lot of that sensitive.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, one quick thing I actually wanted to mention about Kingdom Hearts, sorry to retract, um, uh, that I wanted to ask your guys' opinion on. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura revealed that I believe, just like in KH2, KH3's first playable world will be Twilight Town. So, uh, Uh, people are trying to wonder if it's a tutorial world or if you're going to play in a a Twilight Town of the past. So, uh, specifically I know Derek and Manny, you guys uh, don't know very well, but um, Sean, what are your thoughts on that, on Twilight being the first playable world?
2: I mean, I really don't care. As long as the (laughs) game comes out, man. I don't care where they say. You can put me in Atlantica or whatever, like under the sea world. Like with that theme, oh man! And like, the swimming mechanic—you can put me in there as the first world. I would not give a shit.
3: That long-ass question for him to say, "I don't care." <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Well, no, it's—it's it's, it's like it shouldn't matter where we start. But like, I, I guess because people didn't really like the two two's intro, yeah, so no, I, know. I think yeah. that
4: people just made a big deal about where it's starting because it reveals something about the game.
2: Yeah, I really don't care. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the game, and then uh, I'll give you my thoughts.
4: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask just you. to so, write that down and send it to Cecilia. in the morning right
0: now. <laughs> uh, so, over under a 50% chance that the game gets delayed. Under. Uh, I think they hyped it way too much to like, delay it anymore.
4: I th- yeah, I feel like at this point, I'd, I'd say under a 50% chance. I'd say the chance of it getting delayed right now is probably around 30 Yeah. But I'd definitely say it's under 50%.
2: Well, as we get closer, I think if if it doesn't get like a confirmed release date, probably uh, by the end of the year, like a, like a month or a date, a month yeah. into date, um, and then <coughs> it's probably gonna be delayed because I would see like if it gets even more hype up to E three, it's like oh we're finally gonna get it, <coughs> and that could be more of a delay than we well, originally paid
3: when Smash Bros. Brawl came out, uh, they delayed that like two or three times before it finally came out.
2: Yeah, don't get me wrong. Delays aren't bad. They're just, they're just annoying. Mm,
0: decade-long delays are bad.
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 never got delayed, technically, because it never had a release date, so it couldn't get delayed. It was just oh, in development season. hell. I, I... Development hell is different than uh, delays.
0: Alright, uh, so guys, just to wrap it up, just because um, we uh, are on only our second episode, I really did want to give uh, a special shout-out to two fans in particular who left very thorough reviews uh, of our first episode, and that feedback helps immensely. It, it really is uh, priceless for us, for a small podcast, uh, and for helping us grow. Uh, so the first one is ScarlettMiller20 uh, Scarlett uh, on Twitter. Thank you so much because she not only sent us a personal review via our direct messages, but she also was one of the uh, reviews on iTunes as well. We really can't thank you enough for your feedback. Uh, Sorry we didn't get the music into this episode. Uh, We were still talking it over. And uh, the other one is huge, huge, huge Kingdom Hearts fan. She actually got semi-Twitter famous. She had her 15 minutes of fame on there because she had a very funny tweet where she set up a ritual of items, including a life-size keyblade for her ritual for, to summon Cage 3 Angela, Angela Mendoza, she's A underscore Mendoza with a three for the E and a zero for the O on Twitter. Um, thank you so much for your review as well. It was very thorough and very helpful. And, guys, that's it. We're going to wrap it up for Episode 2. Thank you again for listening. If, for listening if you lasted the entire time. And as a special treat for the listeners on iTunes and SoundCloud of the audio only, uh, I wanted to. I decided to do this. Um, Ryan Key, the lead singer of Yellow Card, uh, covered uh, Shadow of the Day, Linkin Park's Shadow of the Day uh, at a bar in Brooklyn. And uh, I, I found it as a really touching tribute and a really touching song for uh, Chester. And I'm going to put that as the ending and remember to follow our twitter rage underscore quit underscore rehab and please 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 follow us on itunes and remember to rate subscribe and if you like it i don't want to force you if you like it review uh like
2: comment and subscribe on youtube
0: pretty active on twitter i'm gonna be annoying the crap out of you guys even if you don't listen i'll probably find you if you use the cage 3 hashtag <laughs> and tell you to listen yeah he I annoys of- us so we own, own. <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs>
0: so yeah and guys that uh, much, you might as well <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and guys we know we know we know our audio is pretty low budget um, But we're we're
3: it's a startup. Yeah, we're working on that. We're like, working on that. It's so a startup. Guarantee uh,
0: you,
4: as soon as we get some good audio quality, we're gonna start throwing in some animation, sound effect type shit like the air horns.
0: Bam 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 boom, boom. Penny Ooh,
4: droppers, we won't
0: man. We'll have to make our own air horn sound more. <laughs> 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 Hashtag ratchet query. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, guys. Uh, for the audio only listener, I'm going to leave that uh, Ryan keys cover of Shadow of the Day as a tribute to Chester. Rest in peace, Chester. And again, our prayers are today.
2: All right, we'll see you guys. See you in peace. two weeks.